Come on now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name. Chronicles 20th chapter verses 13 through 17 is our scripture for this morning. Second Chronicles 20th chapter verses 13 through 17. Our scripture read this morning. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord and their little ones and the wives and their children. And the spirit of the Lord came to Jehazarel and the son of Zechariah of Menaniah and the son of Zael and the son of Mataniah, a Levite, and the sons of Asaph in the middle of the assembly. And he said, uh, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, King uh, Jehoshaphat, thus says unto the Lord to you, do not be afraid and be not dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Uh, tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up uh, by uh, ascent of Zez, 
and you will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jezreel. And you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Israel, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holiness, righteous word. Uh, do, do you ever recall saying that I'm big enough and I'm grown enough to do whatever I want to? You know, and, and you can't tell me what to do. I, I, I do what I want to do. We always spout no these words that many times in life that I, I wanted to do some things and 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 and, and, and there were other times that, that I, I knew that 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 I had to do some things. They were hard, but I had to do some things just because I had to. I had to do some things. Hard to do some stuff. You know, does anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? When you know that you know that you have to do some things, but it's not easy to do things when you have to. Your body does not receive it very well. You know, have you ever tried to hold your breath a long time as a kid? And I said one time I was going to hold my breath until I, I couldn't breathe no more. I tried to hold my breath. And the thing is, I don't care how much you want to hold your breath. you got to breathe. Your body is designed you to breathe. you got to want to breathe. There are certain things in life you just have to do. You can't stumble through life by, by doing what you want to do and expect God to be abundantly blessing you in everything. Life will not force your hand. But in some things, in some circumstances, want-tos ain't the option. You can want to all you want, but there's some things that you have to do. No, breathing, that's one of them, man. you got to breathe. You can't wait and, and, and think that you ain't going to breathe. God got a mechanism inside of us that once you become to a point that breathing is not an option, you have to breathe. You can't wait not to breathe, but there's something that on the inside of you that drives you to want to. You have to. You know, as much as you don't want to, but there are certain things in life you have to. So today I want to talk about that very subject. I preached on this subject once, but not this scripture. The scripture I want to, the, what I want to talk about this morning is when you have to. There are some things that gonna that you got to deal with that you have to. But then there are some things that you might want to, but you don't have that option. So let us get into the Lord today. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We ask now that you would touch your dear servant, lower him down in the deep well of their salvation. Touch my lips, that I might boldly say those things you have laid upon mine heart. Lord, my, I thank you, Lord. I praise you. This is our opportunity to give you glory. So we lift up your name right now. You're worthy to be praised. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. When you have to. You know, in our last message, we talked about your divine position. And, and sometimes uh, I want to stay around that a little bit to let us know that God got us in a position, not because we want to, because we have to. We have to carry out what he designed for our lives. Solomon writes, says, there is a time for everything and there is a purpose for everything under heaven. He said there's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to embrace, a time not to embrace. 
a time to fight, a time to love, a time for war, and a time for peace. He says that there are some things in life there's always a time and a season to do. So life puts us in a position and a season that offers us many opportunities uh, to be able uh, to make choices based on some things that we've selected in life and we, that we've experienced. And these choices may be options, but many times it, uh, it leaves all of the options out of the way. Life don't always give you options. Do I have any witnesses in the house? Sometimes we have to fight. Then other times we just need to hold on. See, God didn't tell you to go out and fight every time. He told you to what? Hold on. You might not want to do a lot of things that the Lord asked you to do. You know, I, I, find, I, find, I fall short of that myself. But there are times that will come that all you can do is hold on. Ain't it good to know that you have someone that you can hold on to? Who do you hold on to when you have to, huh? When you have to hold on to something, who do you hold on to? Sometimes I don't know about you, but which way uh, things turn out in my life. You know, sometimes I want to go left, but I go right. I want to turn back, but I keep marching forward. I don't know about you, but I believe the Bible says that, that there is a way. Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes by me but, but by the Father. So no matter what you call it, no matter what religion that you want to worship, if you have a desire to get into the presence of God, there ain't but one way to do it. You know, according to Jesus, he is what? He is the way that we have to come, whether you want to or not. you got to come by him. No matter how bad you want to, he is the only way that you have to make it into heaven. You can't get caught up into spiritual bliss and, 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 and then think that you can medicate or chant and get yourself into a place of God. You can make some sacrifice. You don't need all of that. Jesus already made the sacrifice on Calvary. Only thing God wants to do, he wants to get your heart. But when it comes to God, Christ is the way that we have to come to get to him. If you want to have access to God, the only way that you can have that is through Jesus Christ. If you want to have access, you have to go through him. So as we come to our text this morning, many times you know uh, that, that all of us are in a war. We're in a war that we're in. The war is raging all around us each and every day. And one thing, you can't even afford to, 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 to avoid the war. You can't avoid the war. It's happening every day. It's happened from the garden all the way into the present time. Back in Genesis, Jesus said, I put enmity between that and thee and the woman, and I put between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and, and thou shalt bruise his heel. This war began all the way back in the beginning. This spiritual warfare, we preached about it on Friday night. Spiritual warfare is going on all around us every day of our lives. And whether you want to or not, you have to be part of the fight. You're going to be fighting for or against either way or the other. You're going to be fighting for one side or against the other side. You're in the war every day of your life, whether you want to or not. You have to be in it. In all situations of life, our first business should be to seek God for help. I know you think you're big enough to do it all by yourself. I don't need nobody. You need to have. you got to go to Jesus. From the first to the last of us seeking the Lord, we must approach him in humility because of our sin. Jehoshaphat acknowledged sovereign dominion of God over everything. Who he seeks 
to be able to help him, he knew who he had to go to. And those of us that say that we have God on our side, we can have that hope. You know, we, every believer is a son of Abraham. We are a friend of God. And such these everlasting covenant was established in our Sunday school lesson. We are part of that. So we are assured of God's love by him dwelling in us through Jesus Christ. Jehoshaphat mentions the temple and, and the token of God's favorable presence. He pleads the injustice of his enemies and we want to make an appeal to God against those that render us evil as well. huh? And though he had a great army, Jehoshaphat, he came out and said in our text this morning, he said that if disaster come up against us, the sword, the judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before the house of the Lord and before him for your name in this house and crowd to you in our affliction. And Jehoshaphat said that when things are getting rough, instead of me trying to figure it out, I'm a crowd unto the Lord. So you need to crowd to God when you're dealing with stuff that you don't know what to do and the things that you want to do that you can't do no more, but the things you have to do, you've got to call out unto the Lord. See, we always measure ourselves up against the enemy, not realizing that the battle is greater than you and I. See, this battle that we're in is greater than you and I. The war is not ours to win anyway, and that's what makes it so difficult. We have such a hard time taking our eyes off of our own situations. We think that what we in is about us. No, it's about the kingdom. Everything that we are in this world is about the kingdom. Like I said earlier, you're on one side of the battle or you're on the other. So we have to what, be able to stand when those situations get too hard for us to do. What do you do when, 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 when the only thing you, you can do is hold on? Huh? You got to hold on when you have to. You got to fight when you have to. You got to do everything when you have to because of the fact that if we don't, the enemy will win. Jehoshaphat realized that when you don't know what to do, when you, you don't know where to turn, you can always turn to Jesus because he's there even though you don't want to, but he's there because you have to. He's the only one that can supply your each and every need in our text. Is a drawn-out battle situation in our text this morning. War is imminent, and the lines are drawn in the sand, and the battle cry is being heard. But what do you do? Huh? What do you do? After Jehoshaphat prayer and challenge of the spirit fell on one member of his court. This, this one of the one of the uh, Levites. He 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 heard the cry coming from his leader, and all of a sudden. Our text said that meanwhile all Judah stood before these little ones and the children, and the Spirit came down upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah and Benaniah, and the sons of Jeziel and Mataniah, and a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all Judah, in the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid. And do not be dismayed as this horde, for the battle is not yours, it's God's. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord. See, isn't it good to know that you can call upon the Lord when you have to, huh? I'm glad about that. Uh, the spirit of prophecy came upon this Levite in the midst of the conversation.
congregation. He said that in the spirit, like the wind, it blows, it comes. We don't know where it comes from. Jehazel was standing with the children of Israel. He realized he had to do something. See, one thing about it, when God calls you, you got to realize you got to do something. God didn't call you to sit, to be still, and to look. And he called you to do something. So Jehaziel, uh, he, he stood up. And isn't it what, that's what the word is? Isn't that what the word is when Christian soldiers go out against God and spiritual enemies and the God of peace will make us not what it says, what, more than conquerors? Uh, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Huh? It says that our trials will prove our gain. Our mess will become our message. Our test will become our testimony. The advantage will be our own. But the whole story must be what? All glory must be given to God. Huh? We can't say that we did it because of our own. The whole glory must go to God. The great part of being victorious in Christ is first realizing the battle is not ours. It's not ours to win. When Jehoshaphat came before the Lord, he confessed his own inabilities, his own weaknesses. My Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 chapter, in verse 10, it says that therefore I take pleasure in my infirmities and approaches and necessities and persecution and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, he says what? Then I am strong. My strength comes by me admitting my own weaknesses. When I come before God and I show him my weaknesses, he comes in and gives me the strength. James says, the effectual prayer of a righteous availeth much. So the power of the righteous prayer of Jehoshaphat caused Jehaziel to boldly stand and declare his trust for God. Encourage one another. Don't be afraid. Stand up boldly and tell you. He said, come boldly before the throne of God. We need to come boldly before the throne of God. We're in this war. God is dependent upon you and I to do what we do, do our part. But we got to be willing to come boldly. You will need to fight one day, but when you have to. But today, the battle is not yours. He said, the only thing I want you to do is to go out. See, God wants you to move. He'll do the work, but he wants you to move. Show that you have enough faith and belief and trust in him to move when things don't look right. Move when things don't look uh, successful. Move when you know where the end is going to be. God is looking for us to move to see whether or not our faith is doing what it's supposed to do. From the prayer of one man and the spirit calls Jehazel to move according to Israel to stand and hold on when you have to. Our text says, tomorrow you go down against the enemy and behold, they will come up uh, to the ascent of Zez. And you will find them at the end of the valley, the east of the wilderness of Jezreel. And you will not need to fight that battle. Stand firm, hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah, Jerusalem, do not be afraid, be not dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Ain't that good news? I was a student in martial arts and practicing in my 20s, 25, 26 years old, and they told us the, the, the greatest thing that they teaches you in, 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 in jiu-jitsu, ju judo, karate, uh, 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 any martial art, they tell you to not fight. 
That was so confusing to me. How are you telling me to fight? But the discipline that I have is not to fight. See, Je 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 Jezreel prophesied. He prophesied when. He prophesied who, where, why, and how. Who's coming up against the enemy of God. See, in, in the military, I was in the military taking orders. And it's not easy, is it? Taking orders is not easy. Remember when Moses, God told Moses to speak to the rock? Instead of Moses speaking to the rock, he hit the rock, and things happened. Moses did not go into the promised land because of his disobedience. See, sometimes things and situations and confusion and other things can get us distracted off what God wants us to do. See, discipline teaches us that to stay focused on the task at hand. Jezreel instructed he, he, them to, to stay focused on the task at hand. They didn't need to fight. And, but in order not to fight, you got to trust God. Trusting by doing what? First of all, stand. He just told them, stand. Stand first to represent God. Stand first to represent your trust. Stand first to, to identify yourself with the one that you are fighting for. He says, stand. There wasn't the first time God's children was instructed to stand. Y'all remember? Go back to the time of Moses. He said, fear not, stand firm. The salvation of the Lord, and you'll be the work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you'll never see again. So standing is a sign of what? Committing to your position. You remember I told you position? Commit to your position. Stand when the fighting is hard. Stand when the fighting is rough. No fighting back when you're being hit on every side. That ain't easy. Not fighting when people are fighting at you is not easy. But standing in the line of fire on the battlefield demonstrates that I trust the commander. Oh, I trust the commander. I'm marching orders for God. I trust the commander. You see, uh, standing in the sight of imminent danger takes your total surrender over to the Lord when you have to. You've got to give it over to him. Paul in the New Testament, he said that finally, my brethren, put on the whole armor of God huh? and in and, and, and the power of his might, you know, and that you may stand against the evil of the devil and that you wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and power and powers and against rulers and darkness, against spiritual weakness, remember, spiritual warfare in high places. He said, take on the what? whole arm of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then he said, stand therefore having your loins gird about, having on the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel and above all taking the shield of faith which you should be able to quench the fiery dots of the wicked. So stand when you have to, huh? And then once you're committed to standing Jezreel Prophesy to hold your position huh? when you have to. See, sometimes you need to fight, but sometimes you need to what? Hold your position. You see, I told you, standing demands what? Total surrender. But holding your position demands you to be on the defensive when you have to. huh? Sometimes fighting is even not needed, but hold on when you have to. Uh, you remember when Jacob wrestled with the angel? He said that, the angel said, let me go. And Jacob said that I ain't going to let you do it unless you bless me. See, sometimes in order for to get the blessings that God has for you, you just need to hold on. 
Won't God show up and show out if you just hold on to it? Jezreel encourages us. Listen, he said, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Always having to fight can wear you down. It reminds me of Miss Sophia. You remember Miss Sophia? She said, been in jail all that long. I almost died. Got tired of fighting. Got tired of fighting. My, my brother, my sister, my family. Tired of fighting. But sometimes, even though you're tired and fighting, you just need to what? Take a stand. Hold your position. And watch the Lord do his work. See, there is a time to fight. But there's also a time to stand. Time to hold on. And watch what the Lord does. And, and be not afraid, huh? Realize that God is with you. So now it's time for us to go out. Face that enemy. Watch God do his thing. And when we have to, we can put our trust in him. And everything is going to be all right. Y'all believe that this morning. So as we close, we know that one day we'll all have to stand before the Lord. To give account of our deeds that we have done in this body. Because we have to. Therefore, we, we, we should have our ambition to please him. First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5 and 9, it says, Wherefore we labor, whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, Everyone receives the things according to what he has done, whether it's been good or bad. So all that we can do, everything has been exposed. We cannot hide anything. Everything has been laid bare before God. So we might as well confess up that we haven't done everything right. But I, I know that there are certain things that I want to do, but I also know there are some things that I have to do. I will have to leave here one day, huh? I'm going to have to face the Lord one day. I'm going to have to face uh, uh, leaving my family alone one day. See, we might not like to, but you're going to have to do some things like that. You ain't going to be here always. huh? Uh, you have to stand before God. But God is telling you, you just hold on. Hold on when you have to. Fight when you have to. You know, uh, uh, face your enemy when you have to. Watch God do his thing when you have to. And God will be all right. Everything will be all right. So how do you do this? Saturate yourself with his word. Get his word into your heart. Expose your heart to the word. Expose yourself to people around you that's like God like you do. Don't put yourself in the presence of people that don't like God. When you expose yourself to the people that don't like God, those type of attitudes, those type of spirits end up conflicting with your spirit. Be like Christ. Fight the good fight. Be, stand on the cross. Stay there until your job is done. God want to be there for us. There are some things that you want to do, but there are some things that we have to do. We got to confess God. We got to stay on the battlefield. We got to trust God that the battle is always won. See, the battle is won for you and I. Because the only thing that you and I have to do now is to accept the victory. There are some things that you have to do. We have to accept what Jesus Christ did on Calvary in order for the eternal life. So don't, don't, don't get caught up in worrying about what you want to do, but focus on what you have to do. I have to trust God. I got to believe that God is the one that's going to take care of me. Even in the midst of a battle, I got to be able to trust God. When he says not to fight, I'm, I got to be willing to stand. 
I got to be willing to hold on in spite of how difficult things are. Trust God in your situation. Everything's going to be all right. Y'all believe that today? God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Continue to look to the hills from which cometh your help, knowing that all of your help cometh from the Lord. God bless you today, and may heaven ever smile upon you. Let us go to the Lord. Father God, we just thank you, the Lord, today. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this story. We thank you for this scripture and the power of your word. Lord, how you have given unto us an opportunity to live a life reflecting the goodness of you in every way. Lord, we know that some challenges will come after us and some situations that we'll have to face and some battles that will come our way. Lord, if we realize the battle is yours, it's not ours. You have already won it. Let us surrender our will over to your will. Let us just stand and, and let us hold on and let us trust you in spite of. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Lord, amen. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. See us again next week, Friday night for our e-ministries, Bible Institute.